What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane, and St. John's picked up its fourth Big East victory today against Georgetown at the Garden. Where do I begin? Was it the most beautiful game of basketball ever? Absolutely not. Was it two good teams playing basketball today? Absolutely not. Was it entertaining? Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. As long as you don't want to see crisp, clean, purposeful offensive basketball and disciplined defense, then yeah, it was very entertaining. But if rooting for St. John's wins, you got a St. John's win today. And I'm not going to be dour here after uh, St. John's win when who knows how common they'll be the rest of the way. If you're going to talk about what St. John's did well, you got to start one place. That's with AJ Store, the freshman. All right, I thought even before he hit that game-winning three-point basket today, he had played his best game of the season. He was all over the court, contributing in a multitude of ways, passing, rebounding, defense, and he deserved to make that shot at the end of the game. And we'll look at the box score later. Um, we'll take a sneak peek right now just so I can get these stats. But he had seven rebounds, five assists, four steals all in today's game. The previous eight games, he had 12 rebounds, five assists, and two steals. Today, seven rebounds, five assists, four steals. So the contributions across the board are something we haven't seen from him. And today we saw a glimpse of what he can do as a total package. And he's got to stick to it. You know, he said, screw it. You're not going to run plays for me. I'll go get it myself. And that's the mentality he's got to have. And he possesses it with his physical capabilities. I mean, he's a huge, strong kid with loads of athletic potential. Uh, you see him in the open court, how he can explode to the rim. Um, he hasn't shown too much of the ability to get to the rim in tight spaces and, ex and explode in that sense, but he has done a much, much better job looking to attack as well. And today we saw him attack and set up guys. First play of the second half, um, he had a nice drive and drop off to Soriano, who finished with a dunk. Uh, got us going, you know, somewhat in the second half. It was the first offensive possession we had. But those are the things um, he hasn't done to um, help – you know, buoy his good offensive scoring games. Today, he was doing all the little things, making defensive efforts, helping uh, out on the boards. He had that one, you know, you call it a bonehead play in the first half where he chased down that loose ball that went in the backcourt and tried to save it. It was out of bounds on him when it would have been our ball anyway. But you know what? Fuck it. The kid was hustling, going after a loose ball, and that's step one. You know, not, not that he hasn't been hustling, but, you know, have that instinct. You see a loose ball. You go get it. You know, was it a mistake? Yes. Will he learn from it? Hopefully. But I'm not going to get on a kid for, you know, you know, making a, an error in effort. Uh, but AJ Store played a great game. And that last play of the game, you know, credit to Ewing for, you know, showing zone coming out of that timeout. St. John's didn't have any other timeouts, so they were stuck running whatever it was they had coming out of that timeout. They hadn't shown, shown zone up to that point. The zone looked like it stifled whatever place that we had, but credit to Curbelo, who made a nice play in the baseline, delivered an awesome, perfect pinpoint pass to Storr, who floated to the open space, top of the key, and buried it. I mean, pure money shot, and that was a phenomenal pass on point. And Curbelo was, you know, up for the ticking in terms of criticism today. Uh, you could have had, had Adam, as far as I was concerned, up until the last three minutes. He was playing as atrocious level of basketball as, you know, you can see turnovers, missed shots, lackadaisical, pointing the finger, you know, the gamut. And it had become an too common and a factor in our poor play. And myself, a lot of others were getting fed up, and rightfully so. But to his credit, 
that last three minutes, man, it looks like I got a nice little poker for all you YouTube videos, video uh, watchers. Thank you guys. Um, to his credit, he made play after play the last three minutes. He had a beautiful, aside from the pass to story, he had a beautiful drop off pass to um, Jones that led to a foul. He had a beautiful pocket pass to Soriano that led to a layup. And, um, you know, up until that point, we were saying, why is he even playing him? You know, what are we going to get out of this guy? He's nothing but a showboat, yada, yada, yada. And a lot of it's true. And I was right there with him. And he has had, if more, if not equal, the amount of bad plays as he has good plays this year. But he made plays tonight when it mattered and it led to the win. So credit to him for not folding. Credit to all the guys who, you know, as much as you're supposed to beat Georgetown at home, and we are supposed to beat Georgetown at home, we can't forget that. It would have been really easy down 10 in the second half with the season we've had of late, the turbulence we've had of late to fold there, and the kids didn't fold. So they deserve some credit there. You know, I'm not about giving out moral victories this late in January, you know, more than halfway through the Big East season now with our attorney hopes essentially in the drain. But those kids could have folded and they fought hard, and that was great to see them pull it out with a win. It's great to see AD Store get um, rewarded with his good play and make a big-time shot, a shot that can hopefully carry momentum not only for him but for the team going forward. A shot like that can do wonders for a kid's confidence, and hopefully hopefully he sees the impact he had the rest of the game in those other areas and how those can carry over to a basketball game. I thought Wusu played a good game, um, hit shots, obviously, but we can't rely on deep shots, especially early, early in the shot clock. The three hit in the second half, the one in the corner off a of Curbelo drive where he had his feet set in rhythm, yes, take that every time. Those other threes he hit, 25-footers, top of the key, they're fool's gold. The first half, we had four deep threes. With Sue had three, King had one. It's like when we were up by 10 points, I didn't feel confident in any of the type of offense we're getting. I thought it was fool good. Little we, little do we know, a couple minutes later, boom. 14-0 run by Georgetown in the first half, and it's 39-35 going into halftime. And that's just a typical, all-too-familiar way for St. John's to end the half. Lackadaisical possessions, no purpose on offense, and then Georgetown got going. Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of bypassed that in my opening monologue or whatever, but St. John's did give up a 14-0 run to end the half, went from being up 35-25 to going in the half down 39-35. They just absolute collapse. They lost all momentum, and it was just a multitude of things. Did happen to coincide two bad stretches in the first half when Wosu was on the bench. And Wosu kind of, as much as I yell, pass the ball, move the ball, get it moving, he's oftentimes so slow to move it. There's times where I realize, the, you know, where that's valuable. No one else on the team seems to let things set up. We're always in a rush to take the next shot or make the next error. So it, there's always a yin and yang to that. And I'm yelling just as you guys are, move it, pass it. But there's times where his – um, at least his thought process of letting things develop, whether you think he's just holding on the ball, is good for us. Excuse me, guys. I'm getting over a little sickness here, so I do apologize. But Wusu played good overall. I think he had 15 points, a couple rebounds, a couple assists, only one turnover. Good, solid defense. And then David Jones. A David Jones sighting in the second half. Big-time baskets going to the rim, taking good shots, good quality drives. Yes, his handle is sloppy. Yes, he's looks, looking a lot of control. But when he's going to the rim, generally good things happen. It doesn't have to be a 30-foot drive away, you know, from 30 feet away. It can be from the elbow. It can be from the baseline. It can be off a kick, and he's attacking a closeout. When he tries to handle it too much up top before making his drive, that's generally when the issues happen. 
but he played big in that second half. He had 17 points in the game. Without him showing up, we don't we don't come back and win that game. And Georgetown, you know, they're brutal just like uh, just like we are from time to time, more so than we are. Offense brutal, defense brutal, shot selection brutal, but they got some talent, and you get them going and they get confident, you play in a game like that. I was surprised we got the win, to be honest with you. When it got to where it was, we were down 10. Then we came back and tied it. Georgetown hit a three, take it a three-point lead, and then in that last minute they hit another three to take a two-point lead. I would at that point I thought here goes another loss, you know, and I was super happy, super excited to see us come out on top. The kids needed it. We know the coaching staff needed it. This can't be something you can hang your hat on, but it could have, you know, at least stopped the bleeding. We know this would open up the floodgates to if you haven't seen criticism to this point, which you have, you would have saw a whole nother level of it if you lose to Georgetown in your home court. So credit to them for fighting, credit to them for getting the job done. Let's take a look at the box score now in full. See, Soriano again picked up a double-double, his 19th of the year. It wasn't his prettiest offensive performance, but 12 points, 15 rebounds, 11 offensive rebounds. That's impressive in its own right. We didn't, uh, you know, that says a lot about our inability to make shots, giving him so many opportunities. But, hell, you take a 12-point, 15-rebound night from your center pretty much any time. Three assists, two, only one turnover. Uh, store, like I said, 12 points, that huge three late, but right there – I got to highlight it in green, and I got to box it in green because I want to uh, just point out seven rebounds, five assists, four steals. Those contributions were huge, and they weren't just falling in his hands. He was going to make plays. He was getting steals, leading the buckets late that we needed. Those three turnovers, they were all in the first half, so we played a second half with zero turnovers, making contributions in other areas and hitting the game-winning basket. That's a freshman who was hitting his stride, and he should be getting 30-plus minutes for the rest of the season. And we should be running more things for him, using him as a screener, using him as a cutter, as a curler making sure that the defense has at least two sets of eyes on him. One, his primary defender and the help's got to know if AJ's open, he can't be, all right, because he's that type of offensive threat, and we got to utilize him like he is that type of threat. Wusu, 15 points, three rebounds, four assists, only one turnover, a good overall gain from him. Four for six from three, five for three overall, struggle around the rim tonight. Goes back to his old ways. After having a nice stretch in Big East play where he had been finishing much better tonight, uh, could not find the rim around the – could not find the basket inside the paint. One for three from the free throw line. That was everybody tonight. 10 for 17 as a team. We had a stretch in the second half. We were trying to make a comeback. We just could not get it going. And that seems to be an issue. You know, I've talked about our inability to get to the line, inability to make free throws. We don't make a bunch of threes. If we're doing neither of those things, it's obviously a tough situation and a tough, tough way to build an identity. You got to be good at either scoring inside or hitting from threes. And, you know, we don't do much of the, the easy stuff inside well. Uh, from the bench, 17 points from Jones. Like I said, also had seven rebounds. Most importantly, 7-11 from the field, one for three from three, two for two from the line, an efficient night. The only bad thing is it was four turnovers. As a team, we had 12 turnovers, but we only had two in the second half. So we made a much more concerted effort to take care of the ball in the second half and make a comeback into this game. Uh, team stats. Both teams shot poorly tonight, you know, low 40%. Is about even there. Georgetown with a slight edge, but we had the edge from three, seven for 17. That's a really solid night for us. 41% on 17 attempts. You take that every night, no question. Free throw line, ugly from both teams, 10 to 10. So we didn't get outscored from the line, and we couldn't afford to get outscored from the line. Only a two-point victory. Rebounding, obviously good to see. Assist, great to see. We had 19 assists tonight on 29 made baskets. That's a great percentage. Shows we were sharing the ball. Can't afford to get two up off this win. 
again, we couch it with the fact that this was against Georgetown, a team you are absolutely supposed to be. You need to be at home. We came out on top. It wasn't easy. We made the plays at, at the right time. You give credit for that. There's still a bunch of things we have to get better at. And I'm not sure if this staff has the answers, but like I said, I'm not going to be dour about a win tonight, okay? We did what we needed to do to get to win. Get a win. You learn from the mistakes within the win. You go when you beat Seton Hall on your home court, and then all of a sudden, again, you're one win away from being a 500 of the Big East. All right? But you got to start building on the momentum. It can't be this one-step-forward, two-step-back process like we did, we saw last year. You got to build on it. Build on it. Will it happen? Who knows? But sure as hell, I would rather it happen than not. So I'm here to root for it. I'm here to be excited about it. Um, I'm here to be critique, uh, critical when I have to be. I'm here to sing praises when I can. And I can sing praises for AJ Store all night tonight. Again, big shout-out to him. Big shout-out to the guys for not folding. Screw Georgetown. Fuck those guys. Good thing to get a win on the Garden. Till next time, appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for following along in the podcast on Spotify, um, on YouTube. If you guys want to come on the podcast, reach out to me. I'll have some guests on. It's, it's much easier with this new setup I have to bring you right on screen. You can share your thoughts. You can talk with me for a little while. We can, you know, have different opinion. That's fine. I can't punch you through the screen. So, you know, no, no physical contact. It's all good. Uh, and I appreciate everyone's opinion. Good, uh, you know, whether it's in line with my thoughts or complete opposite, I think that's valuable to a good fan base. So I appreciate it all. I'd like to hear from more of you guys. Um, Till next time, this has been Anthony Mason Jr. I'm Pat Kane for the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.